0: hey now what's going on? welcome to tonight's live streaming evil live show. We're here today. This is actually part two of our Who killed Marilyn appraisal I guess we we already did the first half. if you recall we uh, when we first uh, discussed the news that this was finally coming out and if you recall particularly, that was, um, something that had actually been, you know, on the docket way before. like, I don't remember what when it was announced or first mentioned, but th- then, you know, there was there was a, a there was a long period of 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 no news. and then suddenly, it just appeared to be there was no like formal announcement or anything. It just sort of came out of nowhere. And um, I suppose. And now it's finally available for streaming. I have not bought it yet. I plan to buy it, but I learned my lesson with Danzig Sings Elvis. Uh, you know, I bought, I, I initially, I wasn't going to even buy Danzig Sings Elvis. It was something, I'm not an Elvis guy, really. I actually kind of am now. At the time, I wasn't an Elvis guy. My, In fact, probably my biggest introduction to Elvis was Danzig Sings Elvis, embarrassingly enough, but that's the truth. I say this as being, you know, a huge Beatles nut and whatnot. But the point, my point with all of this is I listened to Danzig Sings Elvis on Spotify and I loved it so much. I was so happy and impressed and blown away with it that I said, you know, I need to have this on vinyl. So I went and I picked it up because I had, I didn't buy Black Laden and Crown and I didn't buy Skeletons. I just wasn't into it. I bought Death Red. Death Red was the last record I bought from Danzig prior to that the on, on red vinyl. So, you know, I picked up Danzig sings Elvis and then all of a sudden out of nowhere, there's like multicolored vinyl. And then there's like leopard, which is totally my jam. I'm like, Oh God, if I'm going to, if I'm going to pick a single like you know, I'm not going to here to collect all the variants. How many variants total were there of Danzig sings Elvis? I don't know how many there were. And then I had imagined that there are some people that are even obsessively buying, two copies of each color could you imagine buying i don't know that's got to be there's got to be at least 10 colored variants of danzig sings elvis i'd imagine off the top of my head which means if you're buying two of each one to keep and one to possibly resell because those things do appreciate in value you're looking at 20 of the same record you know i mean it's pretty amazing there's not many artists out there that can print up that many variants and actually you know make a good good amount of money i guess anybody who has collectible vinyl can but not everybody has collectible vinyl right so the point was i bought it on black vinyl and man i was pissed when i saw that leopard print vinyl I was like i'm not buying the same record again i already have it on vinyl i bought it because i want to listen to it on vinyl i didn't buy it as an investment I didn't buy it because I wanted to, you know, hold on to it and then try and resell it on eBay. I don't think I've ever sold anything on eBay, period. You know what I mean? The things that I acquire that come into my collection or whatever, my like say collection, quote unquote. Um, you know, I don't, you know, I really don't, I just come 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 into it, you know, and I don't plan to sell ever unless I really unless it was like life or death or like, you know. For my kids, if my kids needed something and I didn't have money and I had to like really do it, I would do it. But other than that, I don't, you know, I'd rather just keep it. I like that stuff. And Aaron says that he's watching this while shopping for vegetables. That's great. Aaron, what kind of vegetables are you getting? I hope you're getting some beets. I'm a big fan of beets. I I eat beets almost every day for lunch. Beets and blueberries. I try to eat those. They say you should eat the color of the rainbow much like a pocket full of rainbows, much like on Danzig Zings Elvis on the any number of variants. Do you like how I brought that back around? I brought that. I I brought that back around. Okay. So the point being is the reason why I haven't bought, which then brings me back to why didn't I buy who killed Marilyn? The, the whatever the, the 12 inch. I didn't buy it because I know that there's going to be, I know that there's going to be more. I know it. I know right now there's a black vinyl coming, the first thing out was the picture disc. It's my understanding again, my understanding, uh, from other people who are far more knowledgeable than me that whatever, something like picture disk don't sound as good as an even colored vinyl. Black vinyl is the best way to like listen to vinyl or something. I don't know. Is that like a hipster thing? I don't know. I don't know. It feels like a hipster thing, but it's, it doesn't, the grooves, it has to do with the grooves. It's all about the grooves. In any case, um, yeah, I was like, I'm not getting this. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. So the picture disc came out and now we have it on black vinyl. And now I'm sure the, the colored variants will come out. And I'm sure there'll be a purple and a white. But I, man, like if there's anything else, like if there's any other weird, like crazy variants, that's what I'm going to hold out for. So I'm going to wait until a bunch of variants come out. And then, all, and then. And then I will decide which one to pick instead of ever. I was just kicking myself. I'm like, okay, here is a, here is a pink leopard print. They did a pink leopard print. There was like your typical, like orange leopard print. There was just every, every shade, all the splatter vinyls, you know, I mean, man, I'm a sucker for that stuff. And I bought the ordinary black vinyl. And so when I saw people posted, that they were going to get it. I was like, wait, hold, hold. That's what you got to do. All right. Aaron's got a spring mix and cucumbers Slash is here. Slash, you're not really tardy. We just started, but this isn't going to be a long episode. I There's not a ton to explore here. We're just, we're going to listen. We're going to listen to the mix. We're going to listen to the mixes. I'm going to decide which one I think is better. I haven't listened to the new mixes yet, so I don't even know. I don't even know what they sound like. I wanted to do it live on air. I figured that would be a good live on air thing to do like a reaction, I guess. Is this a reaction video? Maybe. I don't know. Um, Sometimes the standard editions become more rare than the self-described collector's editions because they're being promoted as such good point. Thank you, Ravner, for your skull. That reminds me, people, please leave me your skulls. I want all of your skulls. Put them in the comments of this video. Make sure you like this video And make sure you are subscribed to the channel so you can come join us when we go live, okay? So like this video, leave me a skull in the comments or in the live chat, and make sure you are subscribed. That's super duper duper important. And while we're at it, since we're here, because we just want to get this out of the way, when things get sticky, you know you need RiotStickers.com. That's right, RiotStickers.com, the official uh, sponsor of the us channel. You can get a 1,000 Riot stickers for $79, these stickers are printed on vinyl, which makes them very waterproof. They have a UV coating, which protects from the sun. Let me tell you, I have stuck these stickers around. You shouldn't, you know, red is the first thing to go, and you should see what the red looks like on some of these stickers. They're, oh, look at all these skulls. I love all the skulls coming in. Let me proudly display all my new skulls in my collection. Thank you. I love all the skulls. Thank you. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. I like skulls. In any case, go link is down in the description, right underneath where you can actually buy "Who Killed Marilyn." You could buy "Who Killed Marilyn" at Cleopatra Records, so go do that while you're at it. Or if you want to hold out like me and wait for a colored version or whatever, some variant, wait. I'm going to buy one copy. That's it. That's all I need. I'm going to buy one copy, and I will be happy. Uh, but there's a link down in the description for the this very special Riot Stickers deal. A thousand stickers for only $79. And let me play the Less than Jake video, and we will be right back to keep talking about who killed Marilyn. That's right. Remember, riotstickers.com. That's where you can get all your stickering needs. Look, they even do banners. Look at this banner. They do t-shirts. They do... Look! They did this t-shirt! See this t-shirt I'm wearing right now? Look at this bad boy. Look at this beautiful detail. That's what Riot Stickers has to offer for you. Um, Okay. As I was discussing... Oh, one last thing. One last thing. Hey, if you're a YouTuber, if you're a YouTube member or a Patreon member of like the higher variety there's two levels or whatever the john oh no that's for everybody no 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 so sorry so i just recorded another secret show yesterday so there's two secret shows coming up but additionally to the secret shows we have the john christ part three interview uh early it's it's the the early premiere hear what mother sounded like before it was recorded for danzig one that's right now it's not an actual recording it's john doing an arrangement he's doing the what it sounded like the arrangement on acoustic guitar we did the best we could with zoom john crushed it john is friggin' awesome with that um Speaking of speaking of that, oh my god, look at all the skulls I'm getting. We got riot sticker skulls, we even got Facebook skulls. Hey Frank, I appreciate your skulls, but the skulls really work best when they're on YouTube. So make sure you're subscribed, you're leaving skulls, and you're on YouTube. YouTube is king. Thank you, Jody Ramon. Uh Ravner says, friendly side note: the John Christ episode was so good, so profound and inspiring. More than you might realize. Thanks again. Hey Ravner, that I'm so glad to hear that. And it feels good to know that this stuff is mu- is more than entertainment. That if it's, you know, inspiring, that's that's wonderful. That's like that exceeds all the expectations. And John, John's story, if you listen to the first episode of with John talking about how he like retaught himself how to play guitar, one of the most inspiring, like spine-tinglingly awesome friggin' stories of never giving up I've ever heard. John really, um, Blew me away with that. Super impressed, super impressed. And of course, Ace Von Johnson, friend to the channel, friend, great guy all around. Ace Von Johnson returns as the uh, co-host for those John Christ shows. And there's more there's more to come. Part four P we're going to call it four P is coming as well. OK, enough of that. Enough of that on to who Killed Maryland. So if you have not listened to the first Who Killed Maryland episode we did, go check that out. And that's just us, you know, mishigassing about Who Killed Marilyn. Before we, um, you know, we we hadn't heard the the mixes. Now, the interesting thing to note here is that these these um, shit uh, these mixes are presented. The the single is presented on twelve inches of vinyl instead of seven inches of vinyl. And it's my understanding that the more real estate you have on the side of a disc for a song. The better fidelity you are going to have on the record, right? On some, on some sort of um, on some sort of level. I don't know what the science is behind that. Should we look that up actually, real quick? We probably should. We'll make this episode a little bit longer than it is going to be, because it's going to be a very short episode. Um, why is it better to have more vinyl? I don't know if this is gonna answer the question correctly vinyl grooves right would that be the right way to say it vinyl grooves question mark i'm just going to ask google and see what they say uh do wider what is the why is my no 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 i don't know i don't how do you what is the best okay what is the best way to frame that question to google that's a that's a better That's a hammerhead. We don't want frog heads. We want skulls. We want skulls. Okay. Give give me my skulls. I want skulls. I'll, I'll get to the rest of the comments in a minute. Slash says in my limited understanding, higher RPM means higher quality. Right. But also if you have more real estate, then that's also going to give. I've also heard that more grooves is less quality. No, 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 that can't be correct. Um. does a single sound better on 12 inches, 12-inch 12 vinyl? Let's see. It is named for its 12-inch diameter. This allows for louder levels to be cut onto the disc by the mastering engineer, which in turn gives a wider dynamic range and thus a better sound quality. So the reason why you want to have more real estate is because it's going to give you a wider dynamic range and thus better sound quality. This record type is commonly used in disco and dance music genres where DJs use them to play in clubs. This is in reference to the 12-inch single, which we just read. Might as well just... Shit, let's just share this on the... Let's just share this on the thing. Hold on. In trying to understand why Uncle Glenn did what it is that he did... Let's see here. Okay, so here's our 12-inch single. Um, so it has a wider groove spacing and a shorter playing time with a single or a few related soundtracks on each surface compared to LPs. And then here's what I just read. Uh, this allows... Uh, the, the wider diameter allows for louder levels to be cut onto the disc by the mastering engineer, which in turn gives a wider dynamic range. Dynamic range is the range between the highest highs and the lowest lows or whatever, that sort of thing. Um, I'm loving all the skulls I'm getting. Thank you. Keep the skulls coming. This record type commonly used in, right. We already read that about the disco and dance genres. They are played at either 33 and a half or 45 RPM. The conventional seven inch single usually holds three to four minutes of music at full volume. The 12 inch LP sacrifices volume. For extended playing time. That's amazing. So you actually lose volume to extend the length of your record. 12 inch singles typically have a much shorter playing time than full length LPs and thus require fewer grooves per inch. The extra space permits a broader dynamic range because you're literally. You're literally stretching them out. Oh, my God. We have a generous skull donation from Riot Stickers. Riot Stickers, thank you so much for your skull donation. This is this keeps us happy and fed with skulls. I have so many skulls. I don't know what to do with them. We're going to hang them all over our walls. Thank you from Riot Stickers, the sponsor of the Us channel. Please make sure, again, to pick up some Riot Stickers. A thousand uh, stickers, $79. We already did the spiel. But thank you from Riot Stickers for your generous donation. Uh, we'll get to the rest of the comments in a minute. I just want to keep reading this to not lose any more um, uh, distraction. The extra space permits a broader dynamic range or louder recording level as the grooves' excursions, the wider the width of the groove waves and distance traveled from side to side by turntable stylus, can be much greater in amplitude, especially in the bass frequencies important for dance music. So the reason why you want that for dance music which is all about the bass 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 and you can get deeper grooves. And let's take a look at the the grooves themselves, vinyl grooves, right? And this is what we may, mean when we're talking about that dynamic range when you have so here's some up close and personal when when you have more space on the when you have more space, that gives literally more space on right there. See, these are the space between, these are the grooves. You have more space in your grooves because you have more, uh, because you're of 12 inches instead of seven inches, which in turn gives you a wider dynamic range. See, there's your stylus and there's the, the grooves, but you get more of that. And that gives you more dynamic range, more amplitude. If I am understanding this correctly, and I do believe that I am, Okay, so that's that's interesting. I did not know that Um, we could literally sit here and go through the history. I'm not going to because as interesting as that is, we did get here. We did come here to listen and I uh, We did come here to get a reaction about the, the who killed Marilyn, although I do find this interesting. There is a five inch version, too. Oh, wow. I could really go down the rabbit hole on this. This is fascinating. Uh, I do know there used to be glass discs as well. Jamaican roots. I know that Jamaica in in the Jamaican dance hall scene, there is a lot of like repurposing of vinyl and pressing stuff. And I don't know. I saw a whole documentary about that. That was pretty interesting. I, I, I can't go through all this, but this is fascinating stuff. Fascinating stuff. So in any case, Glenn has decided I wanted to do a 12 inch single instead of a, um, Instead of a seven inch single Jamaica. That's what I'm thinking of. The Jamaica disco mixes. Okay. That was, um, I saw a whole documentary about it. Very, very interesting stuff. If anybody wants to read about this further, I'm just going to put this in the comments. I'm going to, I'm going to try and uh, keep this, keep this going, everybody. So now let's go back to. Let's go to our stream. So we talked about that. We'll go to the comments after I do my listen. So again, I have not listened to the new mixes yet. I've only, let's, first, I'm going to listen to the old mixes. Now I will say this, and I think I said this in the last episode, so I'm kind of repeating myself. I am not a, I'm not a big fan of Glenn Danzig's versions of these songs. (laughs) Sorry, I just saw the comment about Chuck Biscuits. Where is he? Um, I am not a, uh, I am not a, a big, Oh, did we get a, we got a, a donation from John bullet, John. Thank you so much for the coffee. That's right. If, if anybody likes to, to, to buy coffee, you can do that too. Ko-fi. We got a new do- donation from John bullet. Shout out. Thank you so much. So thank you for the donations from John bullet and riot stickers, as well as all the, the, the skulls and the comments. Um, what was I saying? yeah i'm not a big fan of glenn danzig's versions i prefer the misfits versions of these songs i feel like i've i surmise speculate wonder in my mind like how much drums did glenn play before he decided to do who killed Marilyn? like in all honesty i don't think i don't know it just doesn't the, the record you could you could feel the layers of the tracks that he obviously had to track everything one one at a time right and then he just layered his tracks on top of them and it doesn't quite it doesn't feel cohesive the way a live band recording does from the misfits so it just doesn't have the same I don't know it's almost like it almost feels like it's going to fly out of tempo too at some point so I've never really been a big fan but I'm going to listen to the old ones first and then and I'm going to try and talk while I listen so let me take an ear off. Unfortunately, I cannot play these on. I can't play these on the channel. I'm so sorry. I'm just going to listen it. my it's in my can, but it's not out here. I'm using uh, Sony monitoring headphones. These are really good headphones specifically for this task. All right. I'm going to play Who Killed Marilyn. I'm going to talk while I'm listening to it. So there's no dead air. So here we go. Yeah, you know the thing with the older the older ones they just they they they're they're lower. It feels like everything's like uh cruddier, I don't know. The the mix is not it's it's it's, you know, it's it's low in volume, you know, just like every other, you know, original recording. <laughs> that's a really bad description (laughs) i'm so sorry i'm so sorry i'm fucking this up yeah i don't know i've heard this a hundred times a million times it's just i it doesn't do anything for me i really do prefer the misfits version make it seem a suicide make it seem a suicide make it seem a suicide make it i like the little thing he does the the little drum thing that he does, he does this little pause with the drum before he hits the hi-hat. You know what I'm talking about? Otherwise, he's just trying to hold a beat. And it feels like he's struggling really hard to hold that beat. You know? Like, he's just having trouble keeping time. Now, you know, we know on Black Candy, I mean, we know he's capable of drumming. we definitely capable of drumming when it comes, you know, uh, the the songs that he did do the drumming for in Sam Hayne on november coming fire i mean you could hear you know he knows how to drum by that point but this very rudimentary it all of it is all of it is a vehicle for the voice all of it is a vehicle for the voice uh all right now i'm listening to spook city usa doom 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 spook city usa um I love the song Spook City USA. It's a rare song, man. It's interesting how these are credited to Danzig, by the way. They're not credited to Glenn Danzig, just Danzig, as in maybe Danzig the Band. I don't know. That's the way it's listed under Spotify. Uh, the other thing that I like about the song Spook City USA, I love like the sort of like oi chorus it has, the oi, 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 you know, and in, in the background, that's fun. Um, I mean, his pl- I feel like his instrumental playing on Spook City, USA is a lot better than it is on Who Killed Marilyn. Uh, at least for the uh, guitar and the bass. The drums, again, feel like he's just trying to hold it together for, you know, two minutes and 11 seconds. Very rudimentary. He's just, it's like a snare and a hi-hat, right? That's it, just... T- 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 whatever um, better than I could do <laughs> but that that backing that oh, 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 that's great um, and it's just a fun song I wish I could have heard the misfits I wish I could hear the horror business misfits doing this live if, you know uh, live at the perfect crime if we had more than just those three songs I believe Spook City USA is on there um, and you get that little guitar thing at the end whatever that little guitar thing he's doing all right now we're going to listen to these new mixes now here's the most here's another shocking like thing about these new mixes that that have come out and i hope you're listening along with me i just paused it for a minute i hope you're listening along with me as we listen to these uh these these mixes and I'm again I'm sorry I can't play this live on the air for you. Um, here's here's what's super interesting. All right, one Chris Rakestraw, I guess that's Glenn's um engineer, right? That's his engineer guy. That um that he's mi- mixed and mastered. That's what other people said previously in uh in the previous previous show, something like that. Um, that's just his guy. So he helped him. But this was done in 2015. That's what's surprising. So eight years prior, he's been sitting on these remixes for eight years. What else is Glenn sitting on? That's what I want to know. The Who Killed Maryland remixes are from 2015, almost 10 years ago. I mean, Glenn, (laughs) come on. I mean, the truth is the, the, the Danzig Sings Elvis stuff is a lot older than we thought, too. I don't know when he was tracking that. But, I mean, he had been tracking that for upwards, I think, of a decade before it finally came out. I mean, he'd been working on that for a while, right? So, I don't know. I just thought it was funny to note that it's the 2015 remix. It's, like, just released in 2023. I just think that's funny. Very, very on brand for Uncle Glenn Danzig, right? Very on brand uh, for Uncle Glenn. All right, so now let's listen. So hold on. I'm going to just just uh, cleanse my palate again by listening to Who Killed My Own. Now, what is the point of remixing? I mean, there's a lot of reasons to remix and remaster. New technology, new computer technology. Um, maybe you want to make more money i mean i feel like that's generally why a lot of people remix people typically will go out it's 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 a incentive to continue to buy the same record that you might own several times over you know that's the beautiful thing about mixing in general i you know I, i myself i do mixing but i mix for movies i've mixed two feature films and countless short feature films uh short films and, you know, the thing about a mix, at least from a, a film standpoint, I've said this before on the channel, is that um, a mix is done when you decide to walk away from it. A mix is never done. There's no point. You could literally mix forever. You can literally sit there. And I just went through this process as I was trying to get uh, my, my first release, which will be out via us Films, I guess, Gowjoy, my first blu-ray release will be coming out very soon you should all buy it or check it out or support it and whatnot but i was i was basically doing a remix from when the movie played at the alamo draft house and i was sitting there and i i became sound blind literally sound blind like i could not hear sound i listened to the sound so much that i was like blinded and I had to walk away, but I was not done with the. <laughs> I wasn't done with the mixing, but I couldn't hear it anymore. So my point is, is that like, a, you know, mixing is never done. You just walk away from it. Um, And I guess, you know, with music, it's even more subjective. Like, you know, at any point you could continuously mix music over and over again. You can mix it until you're, you're, you're blue in the face. You know what I mean? You can just mix it and mix it and mix it and mix it and mix it, man. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't know. It just, it, you just keep going and keep going and keep going. Um, there are some, sometimes, you know, and that's the other thing that's really nice too, is when you have different mixes to different songs, it's like, it's, it just gives you like, it's like a new dimension to explore in something that you know very well. Right. So, do these mixes offer a new dimension to these songs that I have listened to a hundred billion times, like just a hundred, hundred billion times, right? How many times have we listen to this? So it's like, if listening to it now, am I going to hear a startling difference um, from these? And you know, the misfits are a prime example. If you listen to the collection mixes, some of those are alternate tracks or different tracks, but, you know, generally things, some of that stuff was remixed. Legacy Brutality was remixed. All that, you know, it just brings a new dimension, right? It just brings us a new dimension. Um, A great example of, of preferring one mix over another mix, I would say would be the Dead Boys' Young, Loud, and Snotty. Has anybody ever listened to Young, Loud, and Snotty? By the Dead Boys. It's a great record. I love it. Phenomenal record top to bottom. However, there is a far superior version, I find, of Young Loud and Snotty. It's younger, louder, snottier. Go seek it out. It is out there. And it's basically a it's from a mixdown tape before they did the final mastering. And it just it feels like the it feels like the songs were dragged over a hard concrete floor full of grit and dirt, you know what I mean? And it's just like, it's just like, you know, it makes it just, it gives it a different sound. It sounds more aggressive. It gives it more punch. So I will always take younger, louder, snottier over young, loud, and snotty. So the idea of remixing songs definitely piques my interest and definitely makes buying a 12-inch single from Glenn Danzig more appealing than you know, buying two, so- <laughs> buying four, four versions, sorry, buying four songs, four tracks of the same two songs, then buying two tracks of the same two songs. I don't know. Um, all right. Let's listen to who killed Marilyn. But first we let's, let's cleanse our pout. Let's listen to the original again. I'm just going to just listen just to the beginning. So that way I can make sure that my, my ear is attuned to what will be different. Cause we just listened to Spook City USA. So now I'm listening. Okay. Let me just listen. I'm gonna go quiet for a second. You know what's interesting too? There's like a there's almost like a hiss and a scratchy, like vinyl scratching sounds on this as if it was ripped from a vinyl. I'm talking about the original too. Thank you for all the skulls, guys. Keep the skulls coming. Am I crazy? Yeah, I feel like there's pops and hisses. All right, all right, let's listen to the new one. Oh, we get a little bit of talking at the beginning. Look at that. He's saying we get 15 of uh, the blah, blah blah. He does a little counting. Oh, wow. All right. So, wow, everything is just pushed up. I mean, so much louder. I don't know what that is. Is that more gain or something? Everything's pushed up. You know, it's, you know what it is? The word is brighter. Everything is brighter in the 2015 remix. No, guys, you did not hear. You did not hear. I did not, uh, blah, 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 blah. I, I did not play it on, on the channel. I'm sorry. It's it's remaining in my headphones. Go buy, go buy the vinyl or whatever, or stream it on Spotify if you if you wish and play along with me here. Um, so my first reaction is that it's brighter and louder. There's more boost. There's a boost in volume of everything. There's more dimension. You know how again what I was saying about particularly. Now, here's the thing. What I'm about to say is maybe uh, controversial in, you know, how much we all love Earth AD, although a lot of people are a lot of people crave a Earth AD remaster, myself included. And I just recently posted about how I would want a remaster of Earth AD. And I would. But at the same time, you know, part of what makes Misfits records special, like look at Night of the Living Dead, the the way that they tracked Night of the Living Dead contributed to the way that Night of the Living Dead ended up being mixed and mastered. Particularly, they played live in a room in the studio and Jerry had a really big bass amp and and Bobby Steele had a really small guitar amp and there was a lot of bleed through There was a lot of cross contamination bleed through, and the sound, all the sound, is the 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 bleed through is really baked into all the tracks. And then what they did was they pushed everything up, probably because of cocaine. No, they pushed everything up right as loud as it could be in the mix, and that just creates this. I don't even know how to describe it. It's like it doesn't feel. It's not like this meticulously mechanically uh created recording it it's just like this organic you know thing this thick vine of twisted sounds and tones gnarled together and that is night of living dead and to an extent and to an extent i would say that's kind of like what it is with earth ad right a little bit um so it's like i appreciate that It kind of makes it, I don't know, this is the worst word to use for this, but again, I feel like my musical language, my descriptors are not with me tonight. It makes it legendary. That sounds really stupid when it comes out of my mouth, but that's what I feel like. Earth AD is more legendary because of like, it's like this, you can't understand what's being said. It's just this onslaught. It doesn't sound like there's a guitar and a bass separate. It's this, it just sounds like one tone together coming at you you know um i don't know like it's like an onslaught it's uh it's it's a uh, it's like its own vibe i'm doing a terrible job at explaining what i'm trying or trying to convey what i what i'm explaining let's keep listening to who killed marilyn the 2015 remix or at least i will and i will talk yeah it's brighter it's 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 louder it's boosted Oh, oh, oh! That's nice, though the uh, the backing vocals. There's like when he's saying, um, "Hold on, it's all full of slugs." So when he's saying her C word is all dried up, no, whatever that, whatever those those unintelligible lyrics are that I think have been highly contested. You can very clearly clear some backing vocals that is definitely not as pronounced in the original mix that's really nice too there's it it makes it more i don't know it gives it there's this remix gives it a new newer dimension man i think i prefer this who killed Marilyn? to the original and the little i wouldn't call that a guitar solo it's more like a guitar interlude it's a guitar break But there's some weird piano like tone things that in that little, you know, break, you know, it's almost like Glenn didn't feel comfortable playing any kind of solo on the guitar and instead just stops, stops playing. Right. I don't know. And instead, there's like a weird sort of piano. And here's what I want to know. Was that always there and they just brought it up in the mix or. Well, I suppose I could listen to the original and find out. Let's listen to the original. Let's see if it's there. Oh, it is there. It's there. It's just a lot less pronounced. This is the first time. I just said I've listened to this 100 times. That is Because of the new 2015 remix, that's the first time I've heard any kind of like, it sounds like almost like keyboards. There's like a keyboard in like the break there. That's so weird. 1962. Make it seem a suicide. He does this weird time thing, time signature, right after each hi hat hit. It's what I was saying. It's like he stops for a minute, and it kind of, it, it kind of gives the playing again. Apart from just holding down a beat and trying to keep time. It's the only thing that makes the drums stand out in any kind of way, I think. It's brighter. There's also a smacking noise, some sort of like, I don't know if that's a hand clap, but there's some kind of smacking noise too. Maybe that's just a hi-hat being hit it's the hi-hat but it's just i don't know it's more pronounced i can't describe it i love it i love it more i should say cool I like it better so he's like all right let me add a little let me just add a little whatever uh no jo- jody ramon no i don't agree with you he says jody ramon says the smacking noise is like the one on devil's warehouse if you are ref- are you referring to the plan nine version of devil are you referring to the plan nine version of devil's Whorehouse? are you referring to the just the the whatever the, the 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 collection two or the regular uh walk among us version Um, because that's that smacking noise on the plan nine version is a lot more so different than that. All right, let's listen to Spook City 2015 remix. Hold on, let's clear our palette again by listening to the original. I always like that weird sort of UFO sound at the beginning. What is that noise of Spook City USA that like that's like a weird droning, like higher pitch droning? really cool you know it's interesting too um there's i don't know you can the the base is so much more pronounced on Spook City USA than it is. I don't know. I feel like Jerry's bass tones in general, even, you know, not talking about not talking about Misfits 95, but like the old whatever, like the OG Misfits and stuff like 77 to 83. I always feel like it's really hard to pick up on Jerry's bass unless it's uh, static age. It's a lot harder to hear his bass, at least his bass is a lot muddier. It's a lot lower or something. The bass I don't know what you would call this. Is the bass more trebly? It's just you can really. It's really pronounced. Um, I can almost picture the 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 strings vibrating as Glenn is uh, plucking them. Maybe it's because he's play, Maybe he's playing with a pick. You know, I don't know. Jerry used to play with a pick. Just a lot more pronounced. All right, let's listen to the two. All right, and we've heard the old one. We remember what it sounded like. Oh, I'm playing it one more time. All right, now let's listen to the brand new 2015, the brand new eight-year-old 2015 remix. Wait a minute. Oh, it's much different. all right that's really interesting all right so two things to note first of all the original who killed maryland is a minute and 45 seconds the 2015 remix is a minute and 53 seconds with the little extra shit that's at the beginning right that's number one number two spook city usa is two minutes and 11 seconds the original version and then the 2015 remix is also two minutes and 11 seconds however The guitar on the original version doesn't come in until 18 seconds. While the 2015 remix, the guitar comes in almost immediately. And it is just like, like friggin' overdrived in your face. Listen to this. Get a little feedback immediately. Two seconds in, two seconds in, the guitar comes right in. Now, because... It seems that they had to, you know, extend the length of "Who Killed Marilyn" for the 2015 remix, but because I wonder if that the the guitar, why was the guitar brought in at 18 seconds on the original, while it's almost there immediately at the beginning of the 2015 remix? Either maybe he played new guitar, he added guitar, or that guitar was always there and it was just muted until 18 seconds. And we will never know why or how. But he get a nice little bit of feedback and then just punches him with these guitars. Now, what's interesting is the guitars are louder, but I don't think his vocals are as loud. Let me see. Yeah, his, his vocals are louder, but not by much. Yeah, it's all about the guitar on 2015 Spook City USA. That's that's great. I mean that is that's drastically different from the original I'm 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 liking it. Now wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on a second. Let's There's guitars been added to this. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Hey, hey. Okay, it looks like t- one of two things happened. One of two things happened. With Spook City USA 2015, ready? Either there was a whole other guitar track from whenever this was recorded in, I think it was 80 or 81, I don't remember off the top of my head, or somebody in 2015 or between whenever this was originally recorded all the way up to perhaps 2015 or maybe even after 2015, who knows? somebody added extra guitar to spook city usa the guitar is different man there's a different there's there's an extra little riff after each chorus it's completely different wow that is i mean that is trans that is really transformed I mean, it could have just been brought up in the mix, or it could have just been a, it could have just been a, a, a rediscovered. I want to say rediscovered. That could have just been a rediscovered guitar track, but it's drastically different. And I, ha- okay, so the answer to the question of the video, what do I prefer? I prefer the remixes on both, actually. Now, would I say the same thing about a remix of Earth AD? I don't know. I, I don't know, because like I said, I like how muddy and just trampled on Earth AD is. I kind of like it. Um, maybe I would like a remix better. Maybe I would like a remix because it would feel new and refreshed to me. But a part of me just kind of feels like, you know, I don't know, just leave it the way it is, man. Just kind of like, I don't know. I mean, it's it's lo- it's it's it, there's no volume. There's no gain in an earth ad it needs to be i mean you sure you could crank the volume but the there needs there needs to be more i don't know voltage signal driven into those tracks to make them sound louder ampage amplitude whatever you want to call it um this the spook city usa remix is great now that doesn't sound like glenn i mean could that be bobby no there's no way Who's playing guitar? Maybe it's Glenn playing at a later time. It sounds like a Bobby lick. It sounds like something that Bobby Steele would do. In all honesty, it really, really, truly does. It sounds like it's reminiscent of horror business era Bobby Steele. I I I I I I love that. Yeah, so it's so here's what's interesting, it doesn't seem as pronounced the guitar doesn't seem as pronounced as the track goes on and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm crazy. So that's so weird. You know what it is? It seems like that guitar I was referring to, it was a punch in at the beginning because it doesn't seem to have the same intensity. It doesn't really match what's at the beginning. It almost seems to kind of trail off. Am I crazy? Is anybody listening to this right now? Is anybody listening to this right now? Like, do you agree with my, my statements here? Am I like not? Am I like... Like is this a my a figment of my imagination? I don't think so. I think I think I'm I think I'm s- making sense here. So weird. Yeah. See this sounds like the same. All right, where's that? That's 151. Let's go to 151 here. It's the same. What the fuck? It's a little bit louder, so the track remains the same almost. Everything's slightly boosted. It doesn't feel it doesn't feel like it has the same new dimension the way Who Killed Marilyn 2015 does. Yeah, there's that's a that feels like a new guitar. Like Glenn was revisiting, and he's like, you know, I I feel like the guitar is not the guitar needs to come like you know punching punching out, you know. We got Skamacy in the house. Skamacy says, I personally feel that the new mixes are the definitive versions. I think you're right, Sam. I really think you're right. I'd like to see more of those recordings with a new mix. All right guys, let's go through we, we've listened to we've listened to everything through. Let's go through some of these comments and we're gonna wrap this up. It's already 52 minutes. What the fuck? How did that happen? God, am I that long-winded? I'm just so long-winded, you guys. I like can't I can't be I can't have any brevity. Like there's no brevity when it comes to doing this show. It's like it just turns into a whole friggin thing. Turns into a whole friggin' thing. Hold on, let's start from where Riot Stickers um, generously contributed a whole bunch of skulls. Thank you, everybody, for your emoji skulls as well. I do appreciate it all. Michael Hall says, "Hey, hey, Mister Fromus, a long time. Glad to see you're still killing it." Did Glenn experiment with the thickness of the vinyl? German vinyl is thick as fuck, and the record sounds great. I don't know. I, I don't have the record, but I'm glad to hear that it's it's on thicker vinyl because the Danzig. I have a first pressing. Um, I have a first pressing of Danzig one, but it's like the European first pressing. And the the vinyl is as thin as paper. I'm afraid I'm going to snap it every time I play it. Um, Jody Ramon says build skull castle with your collection. That's right. That's absolutely right. That's great. Dan says some people say 12 inches is the best, but seven, (laughs) seven inches could be enough. If you know how to use it. Great innuendo there, Dan. Um, thank you for the skulls, everybody. Pod is here. Pod, good to see you. FYI, I got an email from Cleopatra Records about the Who killed Marilyn. It says, "quote All right, you got a quote unquote." Pod says, "Now this hidden gem is being reissued in multiple vinyl formats, starting with a gorgeous picture disc, and for the first time ever, released on digital streaming platforms." So it sounds like that promise has been fulfilled already. uh, so it may come out in seven inch also. Oh. oh, man, that would be tough. What would I want to get it in? Would I want the 12 inch? I think I would still want the 12 inch over the seven inch. Sorry, Dan. 12 inch isn't cutting it. Uh, I mean, seven inch isn't cutting it. Hammerhead says, get into the groove. Get into the groove. Glenn, you have to prove your love to Henry. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Um, rickenbacker gives us a skull thank you so much um jody ramone says i like both the ci and song shop versions more but still cool that he released this um slash says call me crazy but i'm hearing surface noise in the old mixes during dude slash that's what i was saying later on i just didn't see your comment i totally agree with you i don't think you're crazy at all I totally agree with you. John of doom is here. John says, can you elaborate at all on any experience you've had with haunted places uh, to visit like sleepy hollow up by you? So John, John, I'll text you when I get off this show. I don't know if you're still here, but um, I will give you, I have absolutely so much to say about that, John. So I will text you um, when I am off off the air and and tell you my thoughts um john john and his bandmate john of doom they're gonna we're gonna be eating um monster cereal and reviewing it on this channel so keep your eyes peeled for that that's gonna be a lot of fun biz is here with question marks hi biz slash says i prefer the new mixes because it doesn't have the vinyl surface noise yeah it's almost like he doesn't have the masters and then just, you know, digitize them. It's possible. It's, it's very, very possible. He's not a good drummer. Listen, it's not that he's not a good drummer. I mean, he's, we, he's proved to us that he can drum in a variety of ways, but you know, um, he just, that I feel like that was his first time really trying to drum. I don't know maybe he's maybe he's drum drum before Ravner says Glenn is not a good drummer to clarify I've heard the who killed Marilyn pressings and it sounded like he didn't have a click track it definitely sound I don't know if they had click tracks back in the late 70s early 80s but yeah it sounds like he's not playing to a click track at all and it just sounds like he's just trying his best to hold the beat together as I said uh, Johnny Bob Goldstein disagrees listen to Glenn's drums on November coming fire he definitely was good by that point as i all, hey Johnny i said that as well i i don't disagree i'm just saying at you know with who killed marilyn though eh, you know um cringe kid says i love how they added the countdown yeah that was i mean it's it's fun cuz you get to hear something we didn't hear before but like here, here you go. Now here's let, let me. Here's an extra twenty. Now pay an extra twenty dollars for that countdown. You know that's not the only reason why you're paying twenty extra dollars, but still, you know what I mean. Hammerhead says the static age mix in the box that is far superior to the standalone disc. I have never heard that before. Now I kind of want to compare the two and find out. Um, Jody Ramon says now I'm wondering what else Glenn Danzig is just waiting to release. I'm, I'm sure he's got stuff lined up. I'm sure s- something, something, something's got a gonna gonna give someday. Who knows? Who friggin knows what it could be? Caroline records, Caroline records, remixes. Um, God, I love all these skulls. If you haven't done it already, please subscribe to this channel. Try saying subscribe, 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 subscribe to this channel leave me your skulls in the live chat as well as in the comments. And please make sure you like this video, pushing it up in the algorithm. Hammerhead says got the raw mix CD of we have come for your children. Uh, That's cool. That's cool. That's the follow-up that has, I won't look back on it, which is a great song. Just a tremendous song. Yeah. Keith says hiss. It could be tape. hiss. interesting. It's possible. Jody Ramon is um, wondering what the difference between the static age versions is, and we'll hopefully get an answer as we go down these comments. Uh, yeah, the same with the, yeah, right. The Brown note noise. Um, let me see here. Okay. So hammerhead says the standalone static age version is weak in base and a bit noisy and tinny. I've always found that the static age bass in general is just friggin loud and proud compared to you know other misfits song release releases in general I mean you can really hear Jerry's Jerry's bass is right on the top of the mix and it's really nice Earth ad is like hearing the misfits live in 1982 yeah I guess kinda right I mean, if you read jerry only talking about how they recorded earth ad in 1993 like he really goes step by step into the recording process i should probably clip that up that would make for a good clip um when he talks about that process um it's like it's a lot li- it was alive it was like literally doing a live show like a live recording i mean but to an extent that's what live live recording is right you know it's I mean, funhouse was done that way too um, Dan says the mix on the German Earth ADC CD is pretty good. Um, I've heard that, I've actually heard that as well. Misfits version is the best, new one is weird. Uh, I like that. Listen, I'll always take the Misfits versions over the Glenn Danzig versions, but the, the, I agree with Sam Scamacy. The, these versions are the definitive versions now of those of those Glenn Danzig solo tracks. And yes, yes, Lincoln Danzig did play all the instruments on this. Ben is here. Hi, Ben. He says spook city is one of my favorites. We already got Sam's comment. Um, Is the spook city with the spooky hum at the beginning? Both of them have a spooky hum at the beginning, which is interesting. I don't know if the misfits version has a spooky hum was the misfits version or this version recorded first. I believe the Misfits version was. I believe so. Mind you, and we talked about this in the previous Who Killed Marilyn episode that we did. You know, it it begs one to wonder why Glenn didn't use that version that essentially would be royalty free. Quite possibly one of the reasons why he's releasing it now, because it's royalty free. Who knows? Um why he didn't use that on Legacy of Brutality. I don't know. If Cleopatra releases Unholy Passion 1985 mixes, that's worth a buy. I doubt that would ever, ever happen, unfortunately. um, Yeah, Then okay, so Jody Ramon, and I'm going to guess he looked it up or something because I have not. He says, too, that the Misfits version came first, which makes sense because they were recorded, the, the Misfits version was recorded in 1979 because Joey Image plays drums on those tracks, and Joey Image left before nineteen eighty. When Glenn recorded the solo version, there you go. Telescope says the autograph version sounds the best. <laughs> um, thank you, Runner. Runner Dial Zero is here. How are you, Runner? Been a while. Why can't Glenn ever keep his music in print? Uh, that's a very complicated. There's a very complicated. There's a very simple answer to a very simple question. How about that? The Misfits version was first. Okay, there you go. We're exact. We're at a minute to. I mean, an hour to. I think that's we're gonna call it there. There's nothing else to say. We could just pontificate forever, like we used to during the uh, the COVID times. Remember that? Remember when we used to just sit on here? Remember it was just me talking to the internet, just into the ether. Um, there's plenty of there's plenty of rec- recorded versions. Um, uh, i don't even know what i'm saying anymore no i'm gonna go i'm gonna go to sleep now um this is probably a half hour too long this this episode but again if this was a few years ago it'd probably be two two and a half hours long so there's some progress in 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 there guys once again please leave us leave some skulls in the comments like this video Make sure you are subscribed to the channel. I love seeing you all in the live comments. It's great. Um, coming up is 31 days of Halloween. We're going to be doing a minimum of 31 movies in 31 days. And we're going to be reviewing a movie every single day. I, I you know, I was, I'm flirting with the idea of doing that live, but it probably will just be, they're very short. They're going to be very short. They're going to be, you know, well, if I record it, if I record it with the cell phone, it's going to be, you know, even shorter. Typically these reviews are anywhere from 10 to 15 minutes. Sometimes they're as high, they're as big as a uh, 30 minutes. Um, but that's coming up for the month of October, in addition to, you know, our the standard stuff that we'll be, we'll be doing. So uh thank you, runner, saying that I'm doing great. Good. Good to know. Thank you for the skulls, Ben. Much appreciated. So um, all right, that's it. Peace, hair grease. We'll see you next time. Let me know what you think in the comments. Which versions do you prefer? And I'm out.